When I was 12 years old, I became a Jack Nicholson superfan. This happened almost overnight on an evening in February 1997 when I first saw The Shining. Here's Johnny! In those 20 plus years, I never stopped being a Jack superfan. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Get ready for You Don't Know Jack, hosted by me. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast platform. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our main event. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Drawing About the G-Men, the Giants football podcast. I'm your host, Big Jace, and I'll be joined by the rest of the crew in a little bit. But let's start things off with the State of the Giants address. And last week, last Sunday, that was a pitiful performance. Eight sacks led up by the offensive line. Daniel Jones, a lot of people saying he's not fully healthy. But you can't put this all on Daniel Jones. I know there's a lot of people saying... We want the, the people who wanted Daniel Jones out are now wanting him out again. You you can't put this on Daniel Jones. The offensive line was atrocious. Eight sacks allowed. That's ridiculous. But that's the state. The Giants are still in it. One bad week. Four game win streak snapped. But the Giants are still in it. There's still hope. Just one bad week. But now let's bring in the rest of the crew. We got Steve, we got Ovi, we got Joe, we got Sean, and I'm sure we'll be joined a little bit here by Zay as well. But let's talk about it. The Giants got embarrassed. Embarrassed, that's the word I chose, because that's what happened. They got embarrassed by the Cardinals. And Joe, I mean, what did you see from this game? Well, this was the worst-case scenario that I had talked about. Uh, I thought the Giants were going to win the game. This was obviously uh, shocking and, and embarrassing. I definitely think it's the right word. To hear Joe Judge talk about having no regrets about starting Daniel Jones in this game uh, says he's either a liar or a fool. Uh, so I'll assume he's lying for right now. Why the plan to start him this week when he's obviously still not right? He still won't be able to push off. He still won't be able to run. Like I said, if the defense was on the field for the entire game, they were going to get exposed. Uh, they were on the field for nearly 38 minutes. And, and obviously, with turnovers and, and, and uh, uh, the positioning, uh, obviously ball positioning, uh, the, the Giants were just constantly, uh, I mean, literally from the, the beginning of the game, the Giants no sooner got the ball than were the Cardinals on the Giants' goal line. Uh, and it took the defense to, to make And I'll tell you right there, I thought the Giants – should have put the pedal to the metal, thrown the football down the field, 
and came at the Cardinals a little bit. You, you took their best punch literally to start the game. You showed them what was up and then let the whole thing fall beyond that. It, it, it was shocking to a, a, a high level. I think Joe Judge really needs to look himself in the mirror and, and ask himself uh, what he was thinking putting Daniel Jones, who was obviously hurt for this entire game, and, and was of no use to the Giants. And I'll tell you the other giant thing that is extremely clear to me. The Giants need a, a, a real number one right wide receiver on this football team. They need a guy who can get open, you can throw the ball to, that can save you when you're when you're in trouble. They just don't have it with the crew that they have. They got a lot of nice twos and threes, but you need a one if you're going to be a, like a run-first football team in the NFL in 2020. Look at the Titans. Look at the teams that are actually running the ball like the Vikings. You need you need a big play receiver. You need a good tight end. Ingram still is a disaster, and you know I, 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 that's that to me is one of the bigger issues here. The offensive line should be embarrassed. We we praise Joe Judge for letting uh, uh, Colombo go, and 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 this is this is the thanks that we get for it. So real disappointing, and and really I think the Giants have their backs to the wall now, and. I don't feel about them at all the way I felt about them a week ago. And I know it's just one game, but the effort was a zero. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the, the thing with the offensive line for me is that I, I said this on all four downs about UNC. They're young enough. I mean, they're good enough. They can beat anyone. But they're young enough. They can lose to anyone. And that's the way I felt watching the Giants O-line. They, the, these past couple weeks, and especially this last week, they uh, they are good enough to compete, and they're good enough to hang in there. But they're not. But they are also young enough where they are going to have these moments, these lapses for games, as we saw here. But now I'm going to move on to you here, Sean and uh, Joe. Had some harsh words for Joe Judge, but this is the first real like. The first real like hiccup we've had, the first real growing pain, I'm going to put it, for Joe Judge since he's been here. How do you feel about Joe Judge after this game, Sean? Um, I still feel the same way. I, I agree with Joe that it was the wrong decision. Um, I think if we start Colt McCoy, we have a better chance to win this game just because you could tell right from the start. Uh, Daniel Jones was a sitting duck back there in the pocket. Um, you, t you could tell he didn't have the mobility. And... Uh, you know, they were just getting after him all day. He, he didn't really have any uh, chance to protect himself. So I think uh, it definitely would have been smart if Joe Judge sat out uh, Jones for another week just to, you know, try and get him back up to speed, try and get him healthy. But, um, you know, I, I, I agree, though, that I think that's, that's – uh, <laughs> I agree, though, that's, uh, like, the first big mishap from uh, Daniel Jones. I mean, not – excuse me, Joe Judge uh, and the call for Daniel Jones. And – uh. I think, yeah, they, I think that Colt McCoy definitely should have got the start. But, um, you know, the four-game winning streak, it was great. And I, I think the Giants are definitely a team on the rise for the future. But I think this was a huge wake-up call, and I think it exposed a lot of things for the Giants. Um, once the Giants fall behind in games, uh, it's pretty much a wrap, I think. Uh, you know, they can't sit back there and, and throw the ball all game. That, that's not the kind of team that they are. Um, when they're trying to pass the ball every down, it makes it tougher on the Giants' defense, too, because they have a lot more three and outs. Uh, the defense is down there for 35 or 40 minutes in the game. Uh, and the strength of their offense is running the ball. So whenever they fall behind and they can't, you know, get the rhythm and the offense going, I think it, it really hurts them. And I think that 
you know, teams will teams will notice that the, the, or the opposing defenses coming up will notice that they'll take advantage of that. They'll use it in the game plan. They'll stack the box um, to try and stop the run, and they're gonna, they're gonna uh, force Daniel Jones to to beat them. But uh, I, I think it exposed a lot for the Giants' offense, and uh, like you guys said, probably the worst game for for uh, pass protection from the offensive line. So. I think it exposed a lot for the offense. Um, we saw that Daniel Jones isn't quite healthy enough. And uh, as good as our defense is, we, we can't expect them to be out there for 40 minutes and, uh, and win, them, win us these games. So uh, it's definitely a big-time wake-up call. I don't know if – even if we make it to the playoffs, that we'll be ready um, this year. I think, you know, the four-game winning streak was great. But uh, I, I think, you know, we definitely got exposed this weekend. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I have to carry on for what you were saying. I mean, look, I think uh, Andrew Thomas was getting picked on the whole entire game. I mean, you had Hassan Reddick, five sacks. I mean, this guy was just tearing him up. And I don't know what happened to Andrew Thomas, but not, it was not only, not only Reddick, but everybody else was getting through him, putting a lot of pressure. There was no protection whatsoever. And you're talking about three and outs. We were, the, the Giants' offense was not disciplined. You, 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 you fumbled the ball five times. That's not how you win football games. So as, 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 as you guys, like you were saying, the defense was there long. I know Joe mentioned it before. He said it last week. If that defense was there longer than the offense, we're going to lose. And everything that they accomplished for that four-game winning streak went out the window. And now it's going to be even harder for the Giants to even try to take over the NFC East because if you compare it to the rest of the schedule in, in the NFC, Washington, Dallas, and Philadelphia, we don't even know what kind of status they're in, but they're going to be playing each other two out of the three games. And, and the Giants only have the Cowboys last. And, and yet we still got to face the Ravens. So the Giants are in big trouble right now. Okay. Uh, Zay, how do you feel about the Giants? I think um, I think everyone needs to um, sit back and relax and realize this team is an overachieving team, and we know this. Why were you guys expecting anything more? A couple of weeks ago, we were talking about this team getting a top five pick in the draft, and now we're talking about a playoffs because they got on a little run. This team is still a team rebuilding. They overachieved, and they played a, you know, they played a pretty bad game. It happens. You had a quarterback who couldn't move and a defense that just came at them all day. That's what you do. I don't think they were outplayed. I think they were outcoached. Simple as that. I think if the Giants play a quarterback that can move around, then they don't bring a blitz like that, and then maybe your offensive line has a chance. But when your quarterback can't move, you can't blame the other team for just bringing the defense, though. You know, bringing the blitz every other play. Do you have no receivers getting open? Why not? I have a question. What is overachieving when we expected the Giants to at least finish eight and eight and stuff like that? How's that overachieving? No, we didn't expect them to finish eight and eight. We've been saying it from the beginning. Oh, and five. No one expected them to make the playoffs. No team in, in, in relevant history has made the playoffs that started off like that. Why would we expect the Giants to? They're an overachieving team right now. That's well, all it is. Okay, don't you, you don't the expect them, if they but let me ask you this. It's a step forward. If they don't make the playoffs, guess what? We made improvements, and we still have work to do, and what we already knew at the beginning of the year. This is uh, nothing new. It's a valid it's point that you're saying, absolutely. But when you have the rest of the team in that division struggling as well, you mean to tell me that you're not having high expectations that the Giants can make it to the playoffs? I, are, are you, you serious I, I, right I, I, now? Just every year the Giants make the playoffs. That's no, but I'm just saying, saying I'm just carrying on what you just said right now. The Giants were going to go from 0 and 5 to be championship t- 
team was a joke. No, no, I, no, 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 no. Nobody said run. they were going to no, be I champions. I disagree with that. Listen, uh, you know, Ovi, Ovi's right. I mean, look, I say you're not, you're not wrong in what you're saying. You're just not right, and and that's all right. Uh, here, here's what's. It, it's of unfortunate. Course, course. Look, the, the Giants, the Giants, as you pointed out, and and rightly so. I mean, got off to a horrible start. And they should have been written off, and we should be talking about them getting Trevor Lawrence. But that's not we what were. happened. Things we totally were. changed. This team went on a run. This team's got a good defense. They were able to start moving the football. And then their quarterback got hurt before the biggest game of the year, and this idiot coach decided to play him anyway. But it was is- stupid, and I'll tell you what. You know what that told me? It says, I don't think that my defense is good enough to stop Kyler Murray. He was wrong about that. Unfortunately, he put so much on his defense plate because he started Daniel Jones that this blew up in the Giants' face and severely jeopardized their postseason opportunities. Now, what happens if Washington ends up winning the division and you don't? Now you end up with a middling first-round draft pick. And this was my point the whole time. If the Giants were going to go all in, go all in. But starting Daniel Jones was an idiotic mistake. It it was hugely hugely impactful on the way this season's going to end. Now you have to beat the Ravens. You have to beat the Browns, and good luck with that. I, I see those as winnable games. A healthy Jones can beat those teams. But I he's think. not healthy. You don't yeah. think those games are winnable? i got to be honest. I think I think, I think it, at best one-on-one one with those two teams. I don't think Lamar Jackson's that good. I, I, I don't think he's been playing that good lately. Bro, I think he just he, put, Lamar had a great game on Monday. 47 points. Now, here's the thing, though. Listen. They ran hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Game. Slow down a minute. Listen. It doesn't, who's going to stop him? He missed what it. He got Zay. one lucky pass Zay. to Hollywood Zay. Brown. Zay, this Giants play. team can't score more than 20 points. They stop. average 18 points a game. Thank you. Thank stop. You. Oh, it's girl. an embarrassment. They Thank lost you. to Cleveland. The Giants it's an embarrassment. No, you're wrong. Now, listen. Watch. Oh, we watch. I'm sure I'm wrong. Just like you told me the Seahawks were better than Arizona, but Arizona beat the Giants in the Seahawks. I'll still season. take I'll still take Seattle over Arizona. Okay, you can, but guess what? They they didn't beat them. Arizona stinks. Okay. There's no reason the Giants should have lost. Right. They shouldn't have lost that bad. The uh, Giants again, stink. They are overachieving in a horrible division. Mismanaged. If you got to start Colt McCoy in that football game. No playoffs. reason not to. If they were in any other division, we wouldn't be talking about playoffs. It's but they're in this division. You do. You got to live in oh reality. They you have to live in reality. Why is Washington going for it? Doesn't make you a better team because you're the better of the horrible bunch. It doesn't make you a better team. It just means you're better than the. Listen, scrap. listen. I'm going to challenge that statement, Joe. You've been making. They should not have taken. They 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 really shouldn't have started Colt McCoy. If you have someone, if you have a your first string saying he's okay to play. And he wants to play, and you're competing for the playoffs. You you have to take that risk. I understand he wasn't looking the, the greatest. He wasn't looking completely, but you are still competing. You need your best players out there, no matter what. No, not no, no, no. because the score was twenty six to seven, James. Because he was awful. He was. It wasn't just him. It was the offensive line. Eight sacks. That's not all on Daniel Jones. One fumble. No t- interceptions. You can't put it all on Daniel Jones. The offensive line was atrocious. Okay, hold on for a second. Before, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Also, Listen. I'm not putting it on Daniel Jones. He shouldn't have been in the game. He was useless. He couldn't do anything. 
Listen, listen. He certainly didn't have time to do anything either. When we're talking about Daniel Jones, look what he has done so far since week one. That guy is able to pass the ball. He's able to move around. He was at one point of the leading rusher of the New York Giants. Yes. You see him when he was taking a snap. He couldn't move left or right. He was standstill. He was a prime target no matter what the offensive line were going to do. Okay? You look at the play. Exactly. So you can't, always, you can't just blame on Daniel Jones. Yes, everyone, everyone has a point. But when you look at it, Jones should have never started the game. Blake Martinez wasn't 100%. Should he not? We're not start? talking about Blake Martinez. It's the same hold thing. On, on. He's the starting. He's the quarterback Jones, of the defense. You're, you're, Jake, no, stop it. We're talking about the offense. Let's focus up because guess oh, what? The defense doesn't yeah. score touchdowns. The offense does. Okay? And the fact is that Jones was not productive. He shouldn't never had started. You look at the very first snap. It wasn't like he just got himself injured, which he got a second injury, which is going to be put him yes. out for the rest of the season. Okay? Know, That's okay. already been mentioned already. Okay? Now. At least this week. Listen. Okay. Here we go again. He will be missing the next two games. All right? And guess what? We've only got three games left. It no, makes no sense putting Jones back in there. All right? However... Because of his performance affected the rest of the offense. All right? So, what I'm saying is, Jones should have never played. And the way we played the week prior, we should have kept Colt McCoy in there because guess what? It gave us more life. That's the whole point. So, when you say, oh, don't put Jones in there. No. You're taking a risk. He's a second year, right? And he is our future. If we're saying he's our future. Protect him. That's all I'm saying, and that is Judge's fault. Again, dude, listen, ultimately what had to happen was the Giants had to be able to split time on the field with the Cardinals. And, uh, again, I'm not, blaming, I'm not blaming Jones. He shouldn't have been in the game. That was a mistake to put him in the in, because he, he couldn't do what he does. Okay? That was a problem. But my other issue is, is Joe Judge didn't think that the Giants could keep Kyler Murray and the Cardinals under 17 points. Bottom line, he didn't think because he didn't think that Colt McCoy would be able to score enough to win that game. That's what I got out of this, that he didn't have faith in his defense, and he certainly put them in a position to lose this football game. Uh, he did nothing to help this defense out. This defense is, has, has carried this team all year. And, and for the Giants to have dumped on, on that defense this week and, and, and put them, make them, make, like, like, ultimately the defense looks awful after this game. When we all know it was the O-line, we all know it was, again, I don't blame Daniel Jones. I love Daniel Jones. I, I think it's idiotic when you have a guy who I think literally could win you a playoff game or two, maybe more. You run him out there injured. He now Apparently this is a, a new injury on top of what he already had with the hammy. You don't run a guy with a bad hamstring out. And the thing of the playoffs. Absolutely. You're not Kirk Gibson, and this isn't the World Series. <laughs> you got to get to the World Series before he's going to hit the home run. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Plain and simple. I, this I was a disaster from start to finish for the Giants. They were in prime position, a win over the Cardinals, and the Giants were on their way, boy. A totally different conversation today. And like I've been saying for the last five weeks, you'd be having a conversation about just how good they are. And then they go and they lay an egg like this. That's the disappointing and that's the embarrassing part. Listen, I, I'm not going to let the one game 
I, I still have faith in this team. They had one bad week. So what? They're a young team. Like I said, good enough to beat anyone, but young enough to lose to anyone. That's what this team is right now. They're growing, and I I, I, I agree with Jared. Like, it, if he, he, like, Unfortunately, Jones was at, at about 50%, and that's not okay. good enough. It's, it's not about and that. still the starter, and you're still in playoff contention, and you need your best players out there yes, on the field. Yes, Jace, but if they bench him last week, they play McCoy, at least he's healthy going into the last three weeks yes. as opposed to – uh, uh, You're right. Now. But I think, listen, I think Cleveland and I think Baltimore and I think Dallas are all winnable. But now if not if Daniel Jones looks like he looked on Sunday. And how can anybody tell me he's not going to look that way in the next three weeks? He looked worse. And it's not on, on all Daniel Jones. It's on and the Joe Judge has no regrets about starting him. That's what a moron he is. That's by far his worst coaching move of the season. No, listen. Starting him, him, I I will go with – I'll stay with my statement. He's the starter. If he – it was okay to start him. Keeping him in that long was not. You should have pulled him after maybe a couple drives. But let's move on. (laughs) Let's move on maybe after a quarter. Let's move on and let's talk about – Sunday night football, prime time. The Giants host the Browns. Browns just coming off an exhilarating game. Sadly, it's a loss, but it was a great, great game. Are they going to be deflated from that, or are they going to come and give the Giants a great game? Also, the Giants, I think they bounce back here. You know I'm going with the Giants every day, all day, twice on Sunday. Joe, what do you think? Well, look, I'm. Uh, I would say this: uh, primetime Johnny Mantel, uh, aka Baker Mayfield. I think putting this guy on primetime, you're going to see his best. I mean, I've been saying all year. I think Baker Mayfield's awful, and Baker Mayfield misses more open throws than anybody, and he overthrows everybody and their brother. You put him on primetime, and he looked like Tom Brady. I mean, it, so I'm I'm concerned about that aspect. I'm concerned about him in in a in a primetime game against the Giants, especially looking at the way the Giants just played. But again, I believe in the Giants' defense. The fact of the matter is, the 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 Giants certainly shouldn't be getting into a shootout with anybody. That that's not going to work. So you're definitely going to want to control the ball, and your your best hope is that Cleveland also runs the ball. That I mean, I, I I really don't see how the Giants are going to win the game right now, especially if they can't score any points. And I think that's got to be the biggest concern because I don't think the Giants are going to shut Cleveland out. So how do they win this football game? I guess that would be my question. To, I, I, somebody just put uh, Jared, 26-17, he puts in the comments. There's no way the Giants are scoring 17 points with a hobbled quarterback. It's just not going to happen. What about Cole McCoy? Uh, again, if Colt McCoy was in the game, I think the Giants could pull out a 17-14-2017 win. I just with Daniel Jones, you see they they can't move the football. He can't run. So again, he's he's, he's using literally 50% of his skill set and he can't throw off his back leg. So that that's also a, a so you're you're dealing basically with 25% of Daniel Jones. He can kind of throw, and that's about it. Behind the horrible offensive line with Miles Garrett on the other side, uh, somebody, somebody, jump in and tell me how the Giants are going to win the game. I'm, I'm dying to hear it. Somebody they're can not, tell me. Not, I'd love to know. No, no, I will. I will. They're going to come to play. The last week was a letdown spot. They let it down. 
They did not play that well. They're, they're going to get pissed off. They're going to play they're gonna the offense. Play. Why didn't they come to play last week? Carl, I, I don't know. I can't tell you that. But they're coming to play this <laughs> week. Because they're inconsistent. This is prime time. Right. This is prime time. Like I said, this is a young team. And a young team, they can win games against anyone. They can lose games against anyone. They came in. They're coming to play. That's prime so time. They're right, young. Wait, wait. I stand corrected. I have faith. The offensive line, Andrew Thomas is going to shut down Miles Garrett. They're not going to be able to do anything. Baker Mayfield going to go back to Baker Mayfield no of one. old. No one. What about where was Carlos Dunlap a couple weeks ago? Carlos Dunlap, not Miles Garrett, dude. Come on now. Where was Chase Young? Where was Montez Sweat? Where were those guys? Huh? Dude. Chase Young had that pressure against uh, Jones. He had that interception. Chase Young's been all uh, that's hey, had a really good year. So, <laughs> I, hey guys, calm down. Look, 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 look. First of all, if the Giants are able to keep that team from scoring massive points in the first half, the Giants can defeat the Browns. Okay, I'm looking at a pattern right here that the Cleveland Browns for the last two weeks scored 40 plus points. They have not done that. They have not done that. All season long, okay. Yeah, they had a fabulous game I, against the I, Ravens. I'm pick I the got Jets that this weekend too. Then I'll pick the Jets to win this weekend. Listen, any given do you Sunday, think the Giants are on on the same level as the Jets right now. I, I, I'm not if even finished. If Joe Judge shows up for for the for the walkthrough on on Friday, and he's like, "Hey guys, here it is. Any given Sunday, that's the game plan. Give me a break." Right. When you have the Browns being so lucky, especially the way they play the Texans, when the game ended 10-7, I can see the same way happening with the Giants. Okay? They can't do it. I'm not saying it's going to be pretty, but they can do it. So if you doubt in the Giants going over there and fall on their backs, that is not going to happen, Joe. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's going to be a full fight. How is it going to be any different than what I just saw this past Sunday? Well, because it, it, you saw that. But how many teams? How many teams? Hold on. How many teams doubted the Ravens? Look, the Ravens were like, oh, my God, they won game, and all of a sudden now they're in contention? I mean, every team every yeah. team has that one week that they fall apart, and that was that Sunday. I'm just saying. The Giants? Not, yeah. not everybody. Look, they had four in a row, and then all of a sudden they choked. We were worried about them coming back from the bye week. This happened. Yes, it's a, I'm telling you, the Giants will not perform the same way they did Last week against the Cardinals, against the Browns. I'm telling you that right now. This is going to be a competitive game, and whoever's the winner will win at least by three points. It, this game is not a blowout. And if you if you call me crazy, call me crazy. But I'm going to tell you right now, and you can replay this next week when I say I told you so. The I, Giants yeah, is going I to win this game, and this game is going to be 20-17. to 17. That is the game. Write it down. Put that shit. And if you're going to freaking bet, you bet on it. No, don't you bet on the spread that the Giants will keep it close. Don't do that. We don't okay. want any liability on I, losing your house and mortgage. Look, <laughs> I, uh, I, agree with, I agree with what Obi's saying. It, I mean, I think it is really a week-to-week -week league. If you look at what the Giants did when they had the four-game winning streak, everyone in this podcast was saying, oh, they're going to beat Cardinals easily. Uh, Kyler Murray is in nothing. They've been struggling. But look, it's a week-to-week -week league. Uh, I think this week the Giants will bounce back. The way they're going to win is if they get the run game going early. They didn't do that against the Cardinals. Uh, and the Browns, I think, have a very you know weak defense, especially in the run game. And their secondary, they're out with they're without a lot of players. So if we can run the ball early, we can get a couple play action shots off of that. Um, 
when you know that because I think they will be stacking the box. I think we'll have man-to-man coverage. So I like that a lot. And then for our our defense, uh, what the Browns do the best is run the ball, obviously, with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. But uh, what do the Giants' defense do best? They they stuff the run with their big guys up front, like Dalvin Thompson, and Dexter Lawrence. And if we can do that, stop their run game early, force Baker to throw the ball around, I think our secondary can have a lot of success. Um, the only player I'm worried about is maybe Jarvis Landry in the slot because Darnay Holmes uh, was out last week. So it's either going to be Xavier McKinney or Julian Love uh, in the slot. So that's really the only mismatch. But if we could stop the run and then you know take care of Jarvis Landry, I think that we really do have a chance in this game. Uh, and it's not like we ran the ball bad against the Cardinals. We just abandoned it early because, you know, we were down so much in the game that we had to, you know, start throwing the ball to get back. But if we can continue to, you know, successfully run the ball, we can stop their run game. I, I think that there really is a chance for the Giants uh, to go and win this week. And uh, I, I am going to pick the Giants to win this week. I just I have a, I have a good feeling about the Sunday night game. I think uh, a lot of weird things have happened in primetime this year. So I think the Giants will go in and they'll win the Sunday night Give game. Give me a score. Give me a score. 17, I already 14. told you twenty to seventeen. No, right. se- I'll say I'll say seventeen sixteen. It's a one point game. Giants pull it up. All right, Zay, what do you think? That was a lot. I, I, I let Steve go first. I, I want to okay. guess what they yeah, said. I, 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 I think I, all right, all right. I think this is going to be a competitive game. I think uh, I think the Giants will do a good job containing the Browns' run game. I think the Giants have a little bit of success running the football. But the problem is, in this game, I think the Giants aren't going to score enough points. They're not going to be able to run the football well enough. I think the big difference is going to be Miles Garrett and Olivier Vernon getting pressure late in the game on either Daniel Jones or Colt McCoy. And I think it's going to be close and competitive, but I think Cleveland wins it by a touchdown. 23-16. Wow. Okay. I'm just thinking how 2020 it is that the Browns are 9-4. and four. Um, <laughs> good, uh, good Coaching change. Co- fancy's done a great job. Yeah. Got to give him credit. They, done an outstanding done job. They've done that. Hey, like the blank. Giants are going to give the Browns the first loss because right now Browns are hyped up. They're three and zero against the NFC four, East, and four. the Giants are going to go in there and be like, "You ain't getting four wins out of us, buddy." I'm telling you that. I think believe healthy, that. Healthy, I think the Browns want no part of this Giants team. I think, I think Daniel Jones is probably the best RPO quarterback right now in the league when healthy. I think he runs that system really well, and I think it really works for him. But. With Colt McCoy behind, I'm just not really sure. I I'm really not sure if the Giants will pull this off, but I'm a Giants fan, so I'm taking the Giants in this one. Oh, I right. listen. Can I just before you do your thing here, Jace? I, I okay. I'd like to say first of all to Sean. I mean, yeah, I I know what the recipe is for winning, and Ovi, I understand that you know any given Sunday, and Isaiah, I also love the Giants, and I'd love to see them win. Yeah. My issue here is, and I'll say this as calmly and as warmly as I can, I don't think the Giants, based off of what I just saw a couple of days ago, that they're going to be able to score points and win this game. You also didn't That's see them my, Seattle. Yeah. And, I was, and, and when I told you against Seattle, I was concerned that that was going to be the issue, was that they had to score 17 to win. But, but 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 my thing I'll, is yeah. Russell is I, a better quarterback. Yeah, than what they but, got in Cleveland. but Cleveland has a much better offensive line than Seattle. I love that you brought up the offensive line, Steve, because they, they do good, have good. a better offensive line. They However, run. Jack Conlin, he is limited in practice Wednesday. He's on the injury report. You got Wyatt Teller, their key guard. He's had a great year. He's had a great year for them. Yeah, but mm-hmm. he's been injured the past yeah. two weeks. Yeah. 
You got J.C. Trettler, limited practice, their center. And, I mean, I love Jedrick Wells. I love Conklin. I I think outside they're set at the tackles. It's the interior that will give that – that causes them issues. And I think Giants have the best interior line right now in Tomlinson, in Williams, in uh, Dexter Lawrence. And I think they will eat that up. I think they'll eat up. I don't think you're going to see a lot of Nick Chubb and – Nick Chubb and – Kareem Hunt coming in the middle. They're going to have to try and bounce outside, and I have faith in our corners and the best linebacker in the game, Blake Martinez, to get his reads right and stop it from making those big gains. I think they're going to shut down the run game and force Baker Mayfield to beat him with his arm, and he's been great the past two weeks. He's been great the past two weeks. When Hunt and and Chubb are healthy, that's the best run game in the league, clearly. Because okay. The, the reason okay. the reason it's not number one is because uh, Chubb missed four games. Okay. All right. I, I'm not. I'm not taking anything away from that. But I, I like our linebackers better than I like them. I, I like our our outside contain de- cornerbacks to contain them. And now they might get a couple yards running out on the outside, but I don't think they're going to get a lot running on the inside. Besides inches. With our interior, D, with the interior D line, and I, I have faith in Blake Martinez, James Bradbury, Logan Ryan, Jabril Peppers to come and cut off the edge. So I don't think they're going to be able to run as well as everyone. Like they had a bad week. I, I like you, you want to just focus on that one week and not real, not not look at the four ge- weeks before that. Yeah, but the and problem a little is- bit before that, and how they were in the other games before that. You don't want to look at that. This is one of the best run defenses. They did not look good. But I have faith that they will get back to form. I have faith that they did struggle. Everyone struggles. Everyone has their lapses. But I expect, I think the Browns are not as good as the Cardinals. They don't have, Jarvis Landry is not as good as uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Baker Mayfield is not as good as, as Kyler Murray. And the only thing they have that's going for them is their running backs. And I like the Giants' run defense to stop that. I think the the Miles Garrett's the only problem. Olivier Vernon, too. Were... Don't forget about Olivier Vernon. We know, we know him as Giants fans. He's, he's okay, not great, but yeah. he's good. Hey, Chase. Olivier Vernon's a one-play. You love Joe. You love saying wow. how they're going to win. I'm giving you the recipe right here. I this is how they're going to win. But, but you're also saying you've said the word faith about five or six times. Faith is a virtue, yes. at least useless to humanity. Faith He's doesn't do Michael anything. Fan. My question is right there. You go. <laughs> tell me, tell me after what you saw, if Daniel Jones is the quarterback, how are the Giants moving the football? Hey, Joe, I'm not like you. I'm not like the college football playoff committee. I don't look at just last week to figure things out. I I go and I look back at the rest of the – I go look at the other 13 weeks. You can't look at the weeks he was healthy. And see how they were – not healthy. It's not – Did I mention Daniel Jones at all? No, but he's – I did not. I'm talking about the defense. I'm talking about the run game. I'm talking about the offensive line. I understand that, but the object of football is to score more points than the other team. And in order to do that, your offense has to put up points. If you don't have someone who can do that, 
Okay, you want to tell you want you want me to tell you? I, I told you how the defense is going to stop him. You want me to tell you how the offense is going to stop him? Cole McCoy is going to be in there. They're going to establish the run early, run away from Miles Garrett, Olivier Vernon. I I I I think they'll be able to handle him. They're going to start running away from Miles Garrett, and they're going to get the run game going with Gallman. Alfred Morris only had what four four to six touches last week. That, that's why you have this two-headed monster and you're not utilizing it properly. And then they're going – once they get the run game going, Colt McCoy – that will set up the play action for Colt McCoy. And the thing with Colt McCoy, I I'm, I mentioned it last week when Colt McCoy played the Seahawks. He – everyone besides Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram, they got they, they, 100% reception. Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram combined were 50%. They only 50% completed receptions off their targets. So I think he's going to learn from that mistake and then distribute the ball evenly. And that's the recipe I see my I see the Giants doing to get to take over and win this game. And how they're going to stop Miles Garrett, just out of curiosity. What's going to happen there? Andrew Thomas. Nope, don't say that. That's not going to be the right answer this week. They're going to double team him. They're going to double team him. They're going to run away from him. They're going to run away from him to start off. They're going to run towards Olivier Vernon and not uh, not Andrew Thomas I mean, uh, and not Miles Garrett. All right, Jones is not playing this Sunday, guys. It's already no, been not, announced. Uh, I'll court. just make – I literally – uh, the most current reporting uh, is that Jones was limited. Jones is it, – it, McCoy's not taking all the first-team reps. That's not true. He's not playing. No, and I, listen, again, I mean, this, is a, this is why I'm st- – uh, Joe Judge is starting to piss me off and wear my nerves. I mean, is he is he playing games here? Is he trying to get Cle- you know, Cleveland to think that he's going to you know make the mistake of starting Jones again? Why not just go to practice and let Colt McCoy learn how to run plays? Why why the games? Why the games? Joe, have you ever had an injury? Joe, have you ever had an injury? Talking about starting him. Have you ever had an injury? Have you ever had an injury? Idiot. Yeah, I had an injury. Rehabilitation is and rehab is. Yeah, you gotta I, slowly get back into the groove of things. Yeah, you gotta get healthy first before you can slowly get back into the groove. Exactly. That's how right. that works. So, Jace, if, if, if I watched that guy not finish the game, last on, week. he said he limited practice. He has limited practice. He's not full participant. Limited participation. That's rehab. That's rehabilitation. What he's trying to say is, is that give all the reps to um, the backup because the fact that he's still injured. You, 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 you're prepping for a Sunday's game. Let McCoy prepare for the game. Just get, let McCoy practice this week, run the first team offense 100%. Tell him he's the goddamn starter. What is the game he's playing here? Why? All right. What is he trying to do here? Before we move on, oh, Jace, one more stat real quick. All right, what's the stat? Hey, besides the Browns losing to the Steelers, Mayfield's performance was the by far the lowest. By the three games against the NFC East, his QBR rating went below 40. Everybody else has been competitive. So with that, I would expect Mayfield to mess up this Sunday night. Just saying. Okay. Let me say let me say three things quick. Number one, <laughs> just I want to clear something that John said earlier. I never said the Giants were going to easily beat the Cardinals. I don't think the Giants will ever easily beat anybody. 
So let me just make that clear. Number two, I didn't say easily. Didn't say easily, and I never would. Pull it up. I would never say easily. I don't think the Giants are that good. Here, here's what I here's what I do think that this defense is great. I think this defense could stop Cleveland. I, I I don't have any any doubt that the defense is good enough. But Colt McCoy's not good. I'm sure he's going to start. I, I think that's f- for the best. He has to be good enough. He doesn't have to be great. He just I understand. He, I I, I understand that he needs that's to do like what he Seattle. did. He needs that's, to do what he did. Exactly. I understand. Okay, and that. if he did that to Seattle, what makes you think he can't do that to Cleveland? Because well, the offensive line, because the offensive line was an absolute disaster what? in this game. They look like the garbage from the beginning of the season. What happened? Uh, okay. What happened? Yeah. Tell me how but, we fix that between and if, now and, and Sunday night, and then and then we could talk about they can't, winning the If game. they can't run the ball, it's going to be a long night because Vernon and uh, Gary be living in the backfield. Mm. All right. Okay. okay. Vernon, <laughs> oh, Vernon's a one-player drive player. I'm not really worried about All right. Vernon. Listen, this, is, this was great. This is great. I like the heatedness. I like the conversation. But we need to move on. And let's get in. To some picks, we do a little bit. We touched on it. Oh, that's not it. Uh, here are the picks from last week. If you want to check out Steve's, if you want to check out Steve's picks, make sure you check out Sports Talk with R and J. Believe you went eight and eight last week, Steve. Yeah, eight and eight, tough week for me. Yeah, eight. yeah. Guess who didn't copy him? The guy that went eleven and five. <laughs> yeah, I didn't copy him. Yeah, I didn't copy him either. It's funny. Yeah. Last week, I was going to say it seemed like you picked all the games I picked. Chase, pretty smart of you. It's a good way to get I, to a win, big guy. I love it. Yeah. Listening. That's all I can ask. All right. Okay. But uh, I still got what's that? Eight eight point percentages higher than you. So we'll, that's great. We'll see. We'll see. Um, and I still got how many? That's 16 season, more wins. 16 games. Yeah, long season. We're, we got three more weeks of the regular season. I don't know what you're talking about. It's, it's Keep been picking the Giants. Keep picking the Giants. I'll make three. Yeah, up we'll, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> There's three. Right. I need 13 more. Let's do All it. Right. But let's talk about the CMG Sports presents the game of the week. The 12-1 Chiefs go to Nolens. To take on the ten and three Saints, coming off a rough loss to J- the Jalen Hurts led Eagles. Now, Joe, can the Saints bounce back? Yeah, well, look, uh, is Taysom Hill starting again, or is Breeze back? Yes, yes, yes it's gonna be Taysom, like Hill. Taysom Hill. Okay, Taysom Hill will not beat uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. There's just no <laughs> way. And I'll tell you what the biggest problem there is. And he's a great, he's a great athlete. He's a pretty good quarterback. They have not figured out a way to make him and Alvin Kamara coexist where you're getting the most out of them. That's been the number one thing I've noticed under the Saints offense. Again, I love Hill. He's an exciting quarterback. If you have him in fantasy, bonus for you. But I I don't see how he's going to play up to the Kansas City Chiefs level. Let's be like asking Colt McCoy to do the same thing. I think that's a really tall task. And I understand he's a, a, um, a young athletic quarterback, but there's no way they're going to be able to hang, especially when they can't get Kamara the ball. So going to be a long day, I think, for the Saints. But, hey, 10-4 and four is not bad. All right. Do you see it the same way, Sean? 
Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I think uh, I think the Chiefs will win this one uh, pretty easily. I think it will be uh, pretty close throughout the first half, just because the Saints have a pretty good defense, and usually the Chiefs start pretty slow. But uh, in the second half, they're going to figure it out. Um, and like Joe mentioned, Alvin Kamara hasn't got it going with a uh, Taysom Hill. And while they have found uh, Michael Thomas a lot in the offense with Taysom Hill, uh, I don't think that will be enough to you know to beat the Chiefs team. I think the Chiefs, you know, easily. Every week have a uh, have a chance of scoring thirty plus, and uh, I think that you know will continue this week, especially with the Saints. You know they've they've struggled the past couple weeks on defense, so I think you know the Saints will hang around probably till the third quarter, maybe early fourth quarter, but the Chiefs will pull away late. Uh, I think they win this one probably thirty four to twenty four. Kamara had just eleven carries last game, by the way, which has been the trend. He's he's had no more than thirteen in any game with Hill. Yeah, and they're not using him in the receiving game either, which is, you know, a huge part of his game. Yep. Is it going the same way? Um, I don't honestly see the Chiefs losing the rest of the season, honestly. Unless Pat, unless they start to rest players, I, I don't see them losing a the game the rest of the season. Chiefs are on a, a whole nother level. They're playing football. They're playing grown, you know, grown man's game with boys. They're in a whole different level right now. And like I said, I don't see anyone beating the Chiefs, so I'm going to have to take the Chiefs in this one. It's an easy decision. It's not that easy, man. I mean, both teams are trying to play. You got the, the Chiefs that's trying to play to be the first round, right, to get a first round by. And the Saints are playing to be doing the same thing. They're tied with the Packers right now. So both are going to try to get to it. Nothing's easy, man. Nothing's what? easy. No, you can want me all you want. Easy. I'm just saying. I respect you. I respect what you just said. It's not easy. Now, the Chiefs, I have Chiefs winning this week, but I'm not going to say it's going to be easy. We don't know. We don't know if they're going to try all their best oh, or no. they're going to be relaxed. We don't know what's going to happen. They right? They already clinched. They already clinched the playoffs. <laughs> so everything is about trying to prepare themselves to go to the playoffs that's it and with the crowd not being there and stuff like that there's there's no such thing as really a home field advantage so i mean it what what, what type of game are we really going to get that's all i'm saying all right so, I, I think there is a big home field advantage just for the fact they play in a dome i i, I we, we've talked about the show before that, that just a good point talking about the dome the dome buffalo and Denver, I think, are the biggest home field advantages since there are, is no fans. Yeah, you don't know this, but uh, Pat Mahomes actually uh, has claustrophobia. And I, I, um, is, he, is the wind it, because the domes, domes, he's domes be just, he feels very there? closed. He feels like uh, he feels like Daniel Jones in the pocket. Just really, there's no space. I that was the most reverse logic I've ever heard in my life. No. The idea of thrones are a disadvantage in football because when it becomes this time of year, they have to go out and play in the cold now. That's a no, but the air is completely different. No, no, it, it is domes I, I, are a different place to play. It's a different place to play in the dome. I, I'm not saying it's that drastic. I'm not saying so it's that drastic. Perfect it temperature, is. perfect condition. Pat Mahomes no is going to blow this There's game. There's no wind in the dome. <laughs> yeah, right. In the in the in the perfect simulation model, Mahomes is like, I can't do this. There's no wind. <laughs> no, I'm In a season without fans, he can't are, throw left-handed in domes. Did you know that? There are equilibrium. The mess. Actual. There are three actual 
home field advantage in a season without <laughs> fans. There's domes. There's the Broncos being so elevated. And then Buffalo for just being a shitty city. And now, Steve, how do you see this going? About Buffalo. Yeah, come on. Tell me I'm wrong, though, yeah, Joe. Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. Hey, I got a question. I have a question, though. Better than Connecticut, I would assume. Oh, are you saying, like, because I'm looking at the spread, Chiefs' favorite at three points. I mean, I think it's still it's going to be a close game. They're both playing for the first round bye. Yeah, no one's saying that you know, the Saints aren't good. Yeah. I think it's going to be uh, a well, 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 Somebody told me that this is so easy. It's not going to be easy. Yeah. Because their starting quarterback is oh on the my bench God. with broken okay. ribs. Okay, hold on. We're talking about. Let's see you go. Let's see you go. Obviously, I'm taking the Chiefs. I take them every week. But I think in this game, it's like the Tampa game. They got off to a hot start. They go up big. And then I think New Orleans, because of the Chiefs' inability to run the ball, I think New Orleans comes back and cuts the lead to a touchdown. But in the end, just like like always, Patrick Mahomes clinches the game or the Chiefs' defense makes a stop. And I got the Chiefs going to third one and winning this game. The only way this it gets close is if Pat Mahomes is having a mimosa on the bench at halftime because they're up by so much, and he decides he doesn't want to play anymore. This game will not be close. Not even – this will be a blowout. I get, I've watched the way Taysom Hill has played the last couple of games. He is horrible. I don't okay. even understand why they're not playing Jameis. It's almost disrespectful to Jameis Winston, who's won a national championship, who's been in big game situations, who actually isn't that bad of a quarterback. He just – couldn't see when he was throwing last year, right? jc has got LASIK now. LASIK so, now. He's good now. Listen, Zay, I I love you, Zay, but that is some outrageous stuff. The Saints have, especially the past couple weeks, one of the best defenses out on the field. They're I'm not talking about their defense. defense. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think their defense is good. It's the guy. You don't think the defense? You don't think the defense can hang in there with the listen? If the defense gets to start playing quarterback, maybe. But other than that, no. It's just it would. Wouldn't it stand the reason that the same guys who think that Colt McCoy can beat Cleveland are the same people that think Taysom Hill can just go in there and beat the Chiefs? It's it's got to be coming from the same place. You you no. really value uh, backup quarterbacks if you know their names. Baker Mayfield's a backup quarterback on any other team in this league. You're yeah. right. L- listen, I'm not saying the Saints are going to go in there and win. I think this is a close game. But like, and like I said, the Saints' defense is good, and I think Patty Mahomes is going to struggle. And like Sean said, they're late starters. I think Patty Mahomes will struggle the first half, start to get things going the third. And then eventually get it up and running in the fourth and pull away with the victory. Now I know Ovi, you gotta go set up for all four down all four downs. We'll see you after. Make sure you tune into all four downs directly after this. But okay, I think we're all going with the Chiefs. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, yes. yeah. I, I, this wasn't a discussion. <laughs> okay. All right. And that was the CMG Sports Presents the game of the week. Now, let's get into our best bets. Starting off with, we'll start off with myself. I'm going to take the Colts minus seven. I, I think they're get, starting to get stuff going. They've looked really good 
past couple weeks, they had that letdown spot against the Titans. I, I think they're starting to get in the form, and they are playing for a a playoff position. For may, They might get the division if the Titans mess up, but they also are fighting for the wild card. So I like the Colts. Minus seven. I think they go in, get it done fairly easily, and that's that. Now, Joe, you have the Bills minus four and a half. Yeah, uh, the Bills are playing really good football right now. I can't believe they're only giving up four and a half at home. That seems like uh, a gift. The I line has think. moved to six and a half. You still, you still ride with that? Uh, they're going to win the game by a touchdown. That's not a problem. Take it, take it anyway. That team's. I mean, that that really that is probably the third best team in the AFC right now, um, and and I think one of the few teams that probably has a legit chance to take the Chiefs out. The if playoff. they find a running game, they do. If they can find a running game, they, they got a good chance. I think you're muted, Jace. Yes. Okay, there we go. Now, let's go to Sean. You have the Packers versus the Panthers. You're taking the over. Thoughts? I'm taking the overall day in this one. Um, I think the Packers, you know, going against a, a bad Panthers defense, uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to carve them up all day. Uh, I think they easily have a chance to score 35. And uh, and if they get to that, all uh, the Panthers have to do is score somewhere in between 16 and 20. And uh, the way Joe Brady has has worked with that offense, um, obviously they've had a tough season, but it's not because of the offense. Uh, they're still putting up points. They have three really good receivers, and uh, Mike Davis has stepped up big in the, the absence of McCaffrey. So I think they can at least score 20 um, against the Packers' defense. That isn't great, so I, I definitely like the over in this one. All right, all right. And Trevor's not here, but he sent, us, sent me his pick. He's taking the Packers with the spread, eight and a half. Now, Zay, Bucks, Falcons, under. What are you seeing? Um, I see this game – I see the um, Bucks actually winning this game easily. So I don't see the Falcons scoring that many points on the other side. I see this maybe like a 27-3 type of game, something like that, more of a defensive game. Patriot, uh, I see the Bucks running the ball more like they did last week. You know, they started to get the run game going. That started to heat up. So I think I don't see them getting over 50 points combined. It just That just sounds ridiculous to me. But I don't think see the Falcons as that type of team, you know, to run up the score with the Bucks. I don't think they could swing with them. Okay, and same game, different bet. Steve, you're taking the Bucks minus six. Yeah, going with the Bucks minus six. I think that the Bucks defense is going to be able to uh, shut down this uh, this Falcons uh, offense. I think they shut down the run game. I think they get pressure on Matt Ryan, force a turnover or two. And I think on offense, the Bucks got the running game back last week. I think they run the ball pretty well. I think Brady throws a couple touchdowns. I got the Bucks winning 27-13 over the Falcons. All right, and now before we move on, I'm going to give you a little bit of a sneak peek to CMG Sports' newest podcast. What's up, Clovercrest Nation? It's Lucas Bolduck here, and I'm here to tell you about my new show coming to the Clovercrest Media Group. The podcast is called The Three Point Podcast, and we'll take a deep dive into the top NBA stories for the week. Whether it's big trade news, an NBA star has a big game, or just a big game we're looking forward to for that week. We'll take you there, and... uh We'll just have you follow the Clovercrest Media Group Facebook page for more information coming about the show. But we're, we're so excited to bring you this new NBA show 
and uh, we're just looking forward to a great NBA season. Thank you very much, Lucas. I know he's a Giants fan. Hopefully we can get him on here eventually. Zay, I know, is going to be on that show as well, so make sure you stay tuned to Clovercrest Media for that show. But now let's get into Fantasy Locks. Starting off, let's look back at last week. Joe doubled down two weeks in a row. Derrick Henry let him down two weeks ago. Gave him the W, his first win, not picking a quarterback. How does that feel, Joe? Well, I said he was going to go for 220. I had such a good feeling about my man Derrick Henry, and he certainly – you know, I talk about how good the Jaguars are, but the one thing they really, really lack in is uh, having the ball shoved down their throats, and no one does it better than the, the D-train. All right, and then coming in second was Trev. SpongeBob, a, a Square, picks SpongeBob Square picks himself. Trev with the Russell Wilson. <laughs> then uh, in third, Ovi with Jalen Hurts. Then Zay coming up with DK Metcalf. Then we had Steve, Sean, and myself. I came in last. It is what it is. But this week is a new week, and we got some new fantasy locks. I'll start off with myself, and I'm taking Josh Allen. This man, he played his college football a couple states over in the state of Wyoming. Now he's coming to Colorado to take on the porous Denver Broncos defense and if he can light up the Steelers he can light up the Broncos so I'm going with Josh Allen for my fantasy lock and now Ovi he had to leave four all four downs he's doubling down taking Jalen Hurts again (laughs) but now Joe you going with Robert Woods yeah been playing great all year guy puts up good numbers got a pretty favorable matchup this week and uh yeah i feel like uh this is gonna be his week i've had him on my fantasy team all year and uh i mean he's had some huge games he had a a 12 catch 130 yard performance um a few weeks ago against uh tampa so i don't know just feel like uh this is his week and it just seems like the right matchup all right all right and then you you're on uh, you're on similar wavelengths with me. Oh no no you got Austin Eckler right, Sean? Yes I do. Um yeah the ever the three weeks since he's been back um he's had nine catches in two of the three games. Uh he's starting to run the ball more and more and he's going against a really bad uh, Raiders defense. So I really like uh, Eckler's chance to run the ball with success and then also uh, catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, definitely score at least a touchdown. So I like his chances this week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then Zay going with the best tight end in the league, Travis Kelsey. Best tight end in the league. Enough said. (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) And Steve, you think Kyler Murray is going to have another great performance after what he did to our Giants? I think so. I think he does to the Eagles. I think he does it on, in the air. I think he does it on the ground. I think he gets the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. I think it's to Christian Kirk. I think he puts up 30 points against the Eagles and ends the Eagles season. All right. All right. And SpongeBob Square picks himself. Trevor Keys is picking Devontae Adams again. Are they, are they playing the Jets again? Yes, no, sir. No, they're playing the Panthers. I, I was joking. I was joking. I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, but, real quick. Uh, this is important. 
I feel like this needs to come up before we're done. Uh-oh. Pat Mahomes in his career is 33 and 8 outdoors. 66.96% completion percentage, 105 touchdowns, 22 interceptions, a 111.6 rating. Shit. He's only had three games in a dome, and he's only thrown four touchdown passes with a 91.8% rating. Um, but he has averaged 321.7 games and going 3-0 and in domes. So, so far, he's been able to manage. Should I, I think he's going to be fine this week. <laughs> Just saying. Thank God. I hope they don't have the AC on. <laughs> it's called the wind vortex or something. Okay. But this rendition of Drawing About the G-Man is brought to you by Clovercrest Media Group and CMG Sports. Make sure you go to clovercrestmedia.com to check out one of their over 30 different podcasts. We obviously got John about the G-Man. You got Sports Talk with R&J. That's Steve's on. Also come in three-point podcast like you saw earlier, which Zay will be on as well. And also all four downs, which will be going live shortly after this, where myself, Joe, and Sean will talk some college football. And it may be you're sick and tired of sports podcasts. There's a bunch. There's true true crime and mystery, politics, anything you want. Clovercrest Media has you covered. Now, thank you, Joe. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Zay. And thank you, Steve, for joining me. I enjoyed it. We had a great episode. We hope to see you next time. Take care and make sure you tell someone you love them. HHW Show Podcast returns January 5th with a new season, Road to the Royal Rumble. Hector, Frank, Jason, Ovi will be on the set with the latest news and takeaways. Follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and you can listen wherever you listen to your favorite podcast app.